0: Well, today on our Tech for Business podcast, um, Kyle, our president and CEO is joining us to discuss questions business leaders should be asking their IT. And um, I'm going to start us off, not with the list that I gave you, but um, why are these conversations important? Why should business leaders even sit down with their IT departments?
1: It's important for them to sit down ariel just to really understand how technology has changed over the course of of time and as everybody's aware technology is on a rapid change and always continuously evolves much at a much faster pace than many are aware of and there are continuously new ways that technology can assist the business in automation and and allow them to have their their workers and their staff to to um, leverage that automation and direct their energy elsewhere, you know, and um, I think it's important to sit down with the with the IT and and their partners that they work with to ask the questions. Are we doing this the most effective way and are we effectively making use of the new technology that is available to us?
0: Definitely. Awesome. I I came up with a few questions today um, and feel free to say like, yes, this is a good one. No, it's not. But the first one I have um, is kind of about just overall planning. What are current and future technology needs of our organization? And I was hoping, you know, instead of answering that question, could you uh, maybe explain why that conversation is important?
1: Sure. And kind of as we opened up and and, uh, kind of started this conversation side of it. It is so critically important to to look and ask those questions of are we are we using technology to us to the fullest potential that we can can we automate certain things things like artificial intelligence AI is being you know definitely a, a very popular topic in today's world side of that which has you know tremendous capabilities of introducing a lot of augmentation to a business process and allowing your, your staff and productivity to use their energy in other you know, probably customer-facing or service-facing ways. Um, that That's a great example of it. There's other ways of business intelligence, data reporting, things that people are doing manually. It's just asking those questions and, and doing a deeper evaluation and taking a step back from the business and looking at those processes you're doing, the steps people are taking, how you're delivering the data and the, the assets to whoever you're delivering those services to. And can technology help us in some way? Um, in many cases, you find a lot of organizations are, you know, we do it this way because we've always done it this way. And that's, you know, um, why it works. It may not be, you know, leveraging technology to its fullest, which means you're not getting the best return on your investment from that or you're missing a potential small investment relatively speaking to the net return it could give you um and and that's why i think it's critically important to to take a closer look at that
0: definitely and and my second question is kind of on that same um vein talking about what is the roadmap for that technology implementation but then i, I kind of have a second part about you know you talked about ai and automation an important conversation with between business leaders and i t might be who's responsible when it comes to choosing those tools or implementing those upgrades and And what does that kind of mean to you and and why would that conversation be important?
1: yeah, i I think the who's responsible is important because I think it it allows for i think the organizational leaders got to get t- together and understand each other. And again, it's easy, I think, to, you know, be deep in the woods and not see the forest for the trees when you're doing your daily job, um, you know, to take, a, to work, you know, on the business side of that as as leaders and allow, you know, the IT side of it with the business side to come together and have a conversation to assess that, I think is critically important. So I think it's a joint effort. It needs to be because from, you know, an IT leader standpoint, He's focused on the deliverable, he or she is going to be focused on the deliverable of the technology as they've been requested, typically. You know, so they're trying to maintain a service level and those other sides of it. Um, And they may be doing a very good job of that. Meanwhile, the business side of it and the business leaders may be, you know, continuously to use the technology as they've always used it. But then they may not understand that there is new technologies that could benefit when you look at a process. So best way to kind of speak for an example, when you see people that are exporting from an ERP or an accounting system and then bringing it into Excel and then massaging the data and then creating the reports and then emailing those reports to department leaders to make a critical business decision. Are are we profitable? Is this product working? Are we delivering the core services to, to the individuals we're trying to serve? Maybe that process takes, you know, two, three, four days to make that happen, side of that, so you have a critical time delta that gets introduced, bringing something like that into you know BI and then maybe AI to do the processing. I can bring that into hours, where it's mm-hmm. almost instantaneous or it's immediately just digested and and, and pre- presented to you, and even AI is highlighting immediately areas of focus. You know, so that kind of quick side of it now just freed up you know days of of people's time to do other things. Um, But that doesn't happen unless there's a conversation and you understand, hey, wait a minute, do you know we could potentially help you here and then we could do those things. So that's, I think it's responsible, responsibility of all the leadership just to get together and stop and ask, is this the best way to do it? Um,
0: Yeah.
1: And do a little brainstorming session ultimately. And I don't think it's a weekly thing, of course, but it's something that at least annually should be an exercise just to say, is this the best way?
0: Yeah, definitely. So my questions have kind of been focused around this high level planning, uh, but when we talk more about the day-to-day, especially when it comes to security and privacy, and I know that you mentioned earlier, incident response, um, are those conversations, things that business leaders should be involved in and why or why not?
1: Yeah, I I think the, um, you know, in today's world, obviously nobody's got, um, the ability to say they're they're above the risk of cybersecurity and what that can present to a business. And many business leaders are are um you know losing sleep over the fear of what would happen if this um if if we have an incident, and, and others I think that are not understanding the criticality that it could lead is is the other side of the coin. Um and I think it's important to to ask and go through that exercise of what would happen if we had an incident and actually doing, you know, tabletop exercises, walking through the incident response, understanding the full impact to the organization, because there are just so many components that come into it. If the unfortunate day were to come, you know, having a plan and having that plan of action side of that and realizing how it affects all parts of your organization is just so critical to success of how the organization moves forward and just like anything else the planning is 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 so paramount to that um in in many cases you don't know what you don't know um and i think assumptions are extremely dangerous you know there's the assumption well we have backups we can recover well that's that's only a very small percent of it you know the other side of it is reality of how long it actually takes that you really you're not talking hours in many cases an instant response is two plus weeks or more to get through that side of it what does your organization do for weeks without you know access or how do they get access to some limited amount of data what are the core functions you need to provide all those discussions really need to be understood organizationally um yeah. because again, as you get to each department, their their view tends to be very limited to their scope of responsibility. And you need to kind of bring all those minds together to really paint the whole picture. Because without that, um it, it can be very painful to discover at the point of problem. Yeah. And that's that's what we want to avoid is 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 making that discovery at that time. And if you do that, it, it'll pay tremendous dividends to really understand what you need from that digital uh, information side of it to continue to provide and move forward. And then ultimately, you can secure it even better because then you can also use that exercise to say, okay, this is our critical quote. What do we do to reduce the minimize the risk of that and 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 turn that not from weeks to maybe hours? Side? What can we do if this is ultimately the most critical asset we need to? Ensure we deliver upon, you can take some other actions on it. But again, you know, it only becomes clear when you come together. You can't, it, it's too painful to discover elsewhere. I think yeah. it's, uh, assuming is very dangerous on that.
0: Oh, case. yeah. Oh, man. Especially when it comes to that security. Um, I loved when you mentioned kind of bringing all of these people at the table. So even though our conversation focuses a lot on like, business leaders and IT, there are plenty of people at this table. Um, And my next question kind of focuses at the end of the year when you're talking about um, reflecting and measuring that value um, and the impact of technology. Um, Why might that conversation be important and why should all these people be at the table for that conversation?
1: Yeah, again, it's a a similar um, discussion in the way that you're trying to understand of how technology is being utilized within the organization side of that. And it touches many people in many different ways, and it's really finding the ways to to measure the productivity impact of that technology to say this is providing essentially this ROI is saving X amount of time versus the way we used to manually do it. You know, we've always, it's always, people have always kind of understood that technology helps, but it's it's trying to create the measurements of how much it's helping and Mm -hmm. can it help more. So then you can measure then that return in the investment side of it for how you continue to leverage new technologies and new ways of doing it and help to have people understand the change impact that that could bring along as well. Because traditionally, when you know you approach and say, hey, we have this new technology. So, for example, the IT leader may come in and say, I found this new AI application. I think it's the greatest thing ever. I want the organization to to use it but without the support of their other leaders department heads and the users of those applications that change can meet a tremendous amount of resistance people don't like change traditionally mm-hmm. and and they they tend they tend to resist it even though it ultimately could help them so the more you bring them to the table and they understand the benefit of it and they're part of that decision process and they're helping with the implementation of it, and you have those champions, it can ultimately, I think, speed up that adoption, and then you get their clear results and the return on it. So that's, again, why it's important to bring all everybody together, understand the challenges, understand how they're using the technology, understand where they may be having efficiency challenges in those other areas, informational gaps, information delays, all those places are clues that there's gaps that can be closed with technology. And have those conversations get those leaders involved that are non-it get them on that part of the side of it so that you can have that champions internally to say this is a good thing this is going to make our lives better this will free us up to do some of these other things we've wanted to do but can't
0: love it i love it and you know you kind of answered my last question in all of that and and business leaders asking their IT department what other support they need? And I I think you answered it perfectly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're all related. I mean, they all kind of come together, but it is, you know, there's a theme here and it's really just about that. It isn't IT driving the technology. IT IT is a partner in it. And whoever's leading your IT in your organization, whether it's you know, a small organization where it has a, an executive with a partner, or you have an IT leader in the organization, whoever that may be, they need to be just a seat at the table with the rest of the business to really leverage it. You know, I, the IT department, whoever's dealing, there's an operational support, absolutely, of just maintaining what you have and ensuring the service levels of it. But then there's the the other side of it of how technology is actually working for the business, and and that is really where the rubber meets the road on are you getting a, an ROI on technology and the companies we work with that truly see technology as an asset and it's helping them deliver their services and products to their ultimate consumers of those in a much better way are the ones that continuously reinvest into it because there is a, a a measured ROI there's a return of productivity and 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 which helps the overall organization obviously thrive better and maybe differentiate themselves and however their children it are the ones that leverage it the best. If you look at it as purely an expense and you never want to reassess it, you're probably not gonna be as happy, which again is kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. You just you never do anything with it, you just you just view it as a cost. It's gonna be that. You know, it's not going to ever ever manifest itself in anything further than that.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. To close this out, I, I want to ask you one more question, um, yeah. and that's, you know, if if business leaders have never sat down with their IT department, um, how might they bridge that gap? And how often should these conversations happen?
1: Um, yeah, Kevin, generally, I do it at least once a year. Um, but I would I would just approach them and say, you know, as a business leader or whoever your IT side, just say I'd like to just sit down and discuss how we're using technology in the business. Maybe a starting point, and whether or not you you bring your other department heads together and start talking through how the, how you're using technology, what processes are you using through those. Um, you can bring a partner in, such as CIT, some of that maybe to help, you know, help orchestrate that or lead that discussion for you. Um, to build some leading questions, to start asking mm-hmm. people. Um, you know, just some tabletop exercises like that can be very powerful to have people start to realize going, oh yeah, well, I, yeah, we do use it this way. Because again, it's very habitual. People get, you get used to, you know, we save the files to this file share and then they pull <laughs> the file and go through. You don't think anything of it at some yeah. point. But, you know, when you have a fresh perspective and that's sometimes where it's good to bring in an outside person and somebody may ask the question go what what isn't it what are you doing with that information mm-hmm. well it gives us our sales commission so then our sales people know what product to sell go through it's like is that efficient for you how fast do you need that would you need it faster well yeah if we did it a little faster it'd give us this benefit okay well, have you looked at any technologies to do that i mean all these things yeah. you know can be kind of discovered through just some conversations yes. and i think if I would I would advocate that you as a, if you're a CEO, ask your department heads to maybe take an inventory of how they're using the, the technology systems, where they're saving files, how they're accessing files, what data they're using, what key systems they need and log into on a daily basis, just to get some discovery as to what exactly are they doing with these things, because it can be very, um, you know, many people have used these for now for many, many years, and it's uh, it's just a habitual, again, a habitual thing. People don't think about it, um, but it's good to get inventory of it. That also feeds in and gives you information that's required for that cybersecurity and that recovery, too. So there's yeah. a lot of information, really understanding what your key applications and key information leads into that discussion as well. So um, it would be very good use of everybody's valuable time to really take inventory of that. And then you would not only identify and help with recovery and and incident response, but you ultimately can maybe discover Mm -hmm. ways you can improve.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Kyle, for joining us today. Thanks. Uh, If you enjoyed this podcast, like, subscribe. Um, If you have a topic, reach out to us at info at CIT-net.com or head out to CIT-net.com slash podcast. Thanks so much.
1: Yeah, thanks.